So welcome back to Your Best Year Starts Here. And I'd love to tell you which episode number we're on, but we've recorded so many today, I have no idea what number we are on. And as a monkey, there's no chance I'm going to know any of that. So let's assume it's episode 13. Or 47. Or 47. Or 21. Bingo! (laughs) Does it matter? That's the point. And that's a really interesting point. Does it matter? Because if you want to create your best year and you want to start your day the right way, you have to look at some things that really matter in your life and things that don't matter in your life. And I think most of us wake up in the morning carrying yesterday's load. And we need to start letting go of yesterday's load and focusing on what really matters. And forgiveness is a very big issue for me. So... You know, I've been speaking for 20 years. I've been in business. I'm going to show my age here. Nearly 40 years since I started, since I left school. And I make a declaration that I sometimes can't forget certain instances, but I can forgive certain instances. So the question is, are there people you need to forgive so you can move on, not so they feel better about themselves? So I forgive you, Neil, for being late today. (laughs) Okay. I may not be able to forget it because I think it was unbelievably disrespectful and all the rest. But that's a separate issue. But I'm not going to carry it on and hold on to it and then remind you every day for the next three months till next week we do the next set of podcasts. So I'm holding on to it. So I forgive you. The question is, have I forgotten about it? And it's okay about forgetting because when you try and forget... You want to get something from the process. And when you forgive, you're giving yourself permission to move on so it doesn't weigh you down. So if you want to create your perfect day to give you a head start to getting your perfect year, forgiveness is one of those things where you need to decide, what's the point of hanging on to this resentment? Why would you want to hold on to it when the other person has no idea? Because until I said that, you had no idea how pissed I was with you for being 11 minutes late. (laughs) And it's no real big deal, but at some point, if I don't forgive you, what tends to happen is I I start holding a bit of resentment, and then I start sending you a note. Like, when we meet next week, could you make sure you're here on time? And there's a slight undertone. And then at 9.58, I send you a text. How near are you? Shall I put the coffee on? And we create a negative energy over something that's not a big deal. And if it really did matter to me, and this is really key for today... I need to learn to clear with you about what's upsetting me because it's my problem, not yours. And you can't see on this podcast, but Neil's like nodding his head. He doesn't know if I'm serious or not here, which is really interesting to see. So I'm just sharing to the world. I forgive him 100%, but it's my problem, not his, unless I clear it with you. See, I don't actually think you're serious on this one. But... Let me tell you I am! <laughs> <laughs> and I know you're, I'm, I'm pretty certain you're not. But one of my favourite quotes about forgiveness is actually, um, I think it's Oprah Winfrey, and I can't remember exact words, but she basically says, true forgiveness is when you say thank you for the experience. And that's the whole point. That the experience I've learned is, if it really mattered to me, you being here at 9.59 and 59 seconds, I should have said to you in advance... It would really work for me if that's what we did. 
you'd then know I'm a bit of a stickler for time. And then I guarantee you would have left even earlier for when you went left your house this morning. You'd left at four o'clock if it meant that much to me. I used to do some work with the unemployed. And we used to run a, a course every six weeks on a Friday. And my sessions would start at 9.59 and 59 seconds. The, the whole team were informed, the delegates were informed, and it was not up for debate and there was no room for manoeuvre. And it was really interesting that I cleared with the office that I felt disrespected, and it was my own stuff, but the delegates knew, and if you were a second late, you couldn't come in the room. Now, that's my story, but I cleared it with the team. But most of the time when we're upset with people, we haven't cleared it with them. Yep. So they don't know they're upset, because I hate anybody who comes to my office and my house wearing jeans. Okay, I just thought I'd share that with you now. <laughs> and I think if people are late, I think it's disrespectful. And if they're wearing trainers, they're disrespectful. They're not, they're not being serious. And the list goes on, and I never say anything. And then month after month, you turn up to these podcasts, and in my mind, I'm thinking, how disrespectful is he? I've got some smart pants on. I've got my expensive Todd shoes on. He must know how respect, disrespectful it is, and people don't know. So you have to clear with people if it really bothers you, and you have to forgive them so you can move on. Yeah, absolutely. It's, I, I think the other thing that's really important in terms of forgiveness is you also have to forgive yourself. Because I think one of the things that holds people back more than anything is actually the stories they tell themselves about themselves. And, and you're 100% right. It's massive, that stuff, that we, we share this negative story about how stupid we are and, you know, and Princess Diana had a great line. She said, if I spoke to my friends or I spoke to myself, I wouldn't have any friends. And we're not perfect. We strive for excellence. So is there anything else you'd like to give, forgive me for, Neil? So you're clear with me. Oh, I think I should probably forgive you for that little rant on this podcast <laughs> when I know you don't actually mean it. But there's a point here that, of course, I don't mean it because I love you and you're like a brother. But there are many people listening to this podcast who have anger issues. Yeah. And, you know... Anger is only one letter short from danger. Yep. I know in your mind you've gone, danger. <laughs> <laughs> but you need to be really aware that that stuff that we hold on to is affecting our communication. It's affecting our relationships. It's, a, it's, a, it's affecting, big time, any successes we have. Because instead of focusing on our successes and all the victories that we have, mm-hmm. we're focused on the negative stuff. I think the other, I think the other thing that kind of ties in with that is especially in terms of forgiving ourselves, is the difference between shame and guilt. Oh, John Bradshaw stuff. Well, I was, thinking, I was thinking Brene Brown, actually, but similar, similar kind of thing. Yeah. But for me, and from you know, lots of stuff I've studied on this, but also things that make sense to me immediately, I actually think guilt is a fairly healthy thing to feel. Shame isn't. And the difference being guilt's about the behaviour, shame's about yourself. So if you feel guilt about a certain behaviour it's a good warning that you don't want to repeat it. But if you feel ashamed of yourself, until you forgive yourself, you'll carry that thing around forever. And that then becomes a negative spiral for so many people, even if they're not aware of it, because there's that shame that says, oh, I can, you know, I, I'm this type of person, that then clouds their judgment, clouds their actions, clouds their communication, clouds their behaviour, stops them from being who they're kind of destined to be, because of that story, they just keep telling themselves. And those negative stories kill us. I remember Ayana Van Zandt once saying, instead of saying, I'm, I'm by myself, say, I'm with myself. And it's, so instead of feeling lonely, you're holding space with yourself. You're holding court 
with yourself. And I'm sure in one of the next podcast episodes, we'll talk about how to become your own CEO of your own organization and the people you need to become. Because if you're with yourself and you enjoy yourself and you're not ashamed of yourself and you love yourself, there's a chance of success. But if you're holding on to shame and you're holding on to anger and you're holding on to resentment, you literally weigh yourselves down with even more weight than you're probably carrying. And for the record, I'm carrying quite a bit of weight. <laughs> it, it, it is true. And I think the other not your weight thing, the, you know, the, the point you were just saying, and I, and I do think a, a really, really kind of fundamental part in all of that is what I would refer to as our legend, which goes bigger than just a story. Because it's the story of our family, it's the story of our upbringing, it's the story of our culture, it's the story of maybe our religion, our race, our gender. It's all the stuff we've been told our entire lives, or we've experienced our entire lives, that create this story that's so monumental, it feels like truth. And we've got so used to that story that we think it's true. That's my point. It feels like truth. But that doesn't mean it is. Because most of it is actually formed from opinion and very often opinion of other people that we've allowed ourselves to accept. And you know that when we have a belief about a story in the past, the middle three letters of belief is lie. Absolutely. And when we recognise that most of these stories are lies, and if you wouldn't do it again, the same behaviour, you're convicting an innocent person. But we are so big on guilt you know, and whether you're Jewish, you're Catholic, you're Muslim, and whatever your race, religion, we carry guilt to such a big way that if we could just let it go and we forgive ourselves, we forgive our, we forgive our team. So I often tell people there are three people you need to forgive. You need to forgive yourself. You need to forgive your partners, and especially your parents because they're the damage we think all of it. And the last, last set of people to forgive is everyone else. Yep. And people say, well, how easy is it? It's as easy as just forgiving them for you you never need to tell them yeah and hopefully in some later podcast we'll talk about forgiveness letters and if anybody listens to this podcast wants a forgiveness letter and they email either neil or myself i'll send you one but when you truly forgive your life moves on absolutely and i think actually that's quite a good place to wrap this episode up i think the last thing i want to say just before we do is if i asked Anyone that's listening right now, if you're listening to this, if I asked you, tell me 10 things you've screwed up in your life, I bet you can do it, like instantly. I could probably do 100. But that's my point. Almost everyone can do that immediately. If I asked you what are 10 like, successes, victories you've had, a lot of people would find that harder, and especially if we upped it to 100 or to 500 or whatever, right? But if you ask people to list their faults, most people find that really easy. I ask, like my faults, by the way, Neil. I like them. When you ask people to list the stuff they're really good at or their successes, most people struggle with it because I think it's a com- combination of things. I think there's a, con- there's a fear of being seen as being arrogant. And I think there's also that, that story, that legend, that says that's not true. You know, where we believe the doubts more than we believe the, the success and before we more than we believe the stuff we want. You'd think to I'd learn how to, to pause this by now, wouldn't you? I know, I know. But you'll get there. There you go, it's done. So I think that's a good place to end this episode. And I think we should maybe talk about recognising our own success a little bit more in the next episode and the importance of doing that when you actually then want to set yourself objectives for the future and make sure you stay on track to them. 
Can't wait. Awesome.